and this is the podcast, Go Be Great. There's no such thing as TMI here, so let's chat, meet amazing humans, and have conversations about life, confidence, and more without the filter. Come hang weekly as I shed light on the topics we often feel we need to hide as we celebrate the ebbs and flows of learning what being great really looks like. Buckle up, buttercups, and let's go be great together. This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women, for women. Hello, hello. Welcome back, fam. Happy hump day. Um, Listen, this, that was a big um for the beginning of the episode. I am recording this at 5 p.m. Uh, after doing an afternoon workout. I shared this on my stories, uh, so I'm, I'm sure you've seen this, but I said that this week was going to be a body talk, potty pep talk, because I'm going to get really real with you guys. And I'm just going to say in the beginning, I don't want this to trigger anybody, but I'm going to be talking about a lot of things related to the body. And um, I just, you know, want you to protect your peace. So if that is going to dysregulate you at all, please feel free to skip this episode. But I feel like it's important to also talk about these times, too. Because so often we see people in these spaces online talking about body confidence or just self-love in general, which has like just been so drowned out at this point. Uh, it's very different even talked about now than it was when I first started, you know, leaning into the work. So I just wanted to get honest with you guys because it's not all sunshine, rainbows and butterflies that you're going to see on the social meds. You feel me? But first, you know, we got to do a vibe check. So before we dive into the to the icky stuff, um, season 14, I think it is right of Real Housewives of New York is wrapped. And I don't worry, there won't be any spoilers if you haven't watched the reunion episodes or even watched the series yet. But I will still say that my reigning champions of the season are Bryn and Jen Lyons. They are still a fave. I was Aaron and Cy were on the bottom of my pyramid. But they kind of redeemed themselves with some answers during the reunion. But so I'm going to place them bottom of the pyramid. Um, if we are making a pyramid, I would say that third spot would probably be Uba. Uba gave a lot of mean girl energy this reunion. And I feel like I think whenever somebody gives mean girl energy, they could just be a cunt or they're hurt. Right. Because like happy people don't go around making other people feel bad. So um, those three are at the bottom. My middle two are going to be Jessel is in the middle. And wait, is there only like six people? Is this math not mathing? Jessel, I can't put I can't put Jen or Bryn in the middle. So they're just going to have to. It's not going to be a pyramid. <laughs> it's not a pyramid, not a pyramid at all. But that's going to be my ranking. And let me know if you've watched or what you think, because I am just here for it. And I was talking with my friend about this and I was like, I wonder if, you know, she brought up a good point that like maybe the age of this cast is more relatable for us. And absolutely. But I also just think that this cast, it's cast in its entirety is a lot more real. Like every other city in the franchise has like a few people who keep it really real. And those are often made out to be like the bitches of the group. But I think that everyone brings such a level of authenticity and honesty to the table in this cast that it made it so much more fun and enjoyable to watch. So yeah, I thought it was a really good season. And if you've watched it, please let me know your thoughts. I'm also into Southern Charm. This is really just a Bravo segment at this point. Southern Charm is really good this season. Really into it. Um, 
the I watched them on Peacock because I cut my cable. <laughs> We're trying our best here to get our bags secured and at least balanced or at least stable. <laughs> so um, I have to wait always to like the next day since after it airs for me to watch the episodes. But um, this season of Southern Charm is really good. Die for Paige. Love her so much, even though she's more of like a summer house girl. Um, I won't go into too much of that, too, just in case I don't want to. I was. I try to avoid spoilers by any means. Like, I will not go onto any of the social medias of these people when the episodes air until I've watched it, and then I'll go back and creep on their pages. But, so I'm not going to be that person for you, I promise. But, yeah, that's really what I'm into, really into Halloween time. How are we feeling about when we can start Christmas decorating? Because I feel like I need it. I think that this year we have just, (laughs) we all deserve some joy any way we can get it. And if anyone is going to get upset that you're putting up your Christmas decorations too early, then they can go scratch and go fuck off because we need to find our joy wherever we can get it these days. And if that's going to be the first weekend in November, so be it. I will say I'm usually like a day after Thanksgiving or the last couple years, but then I feel like I don't I don't have my decorations up enough. It's only a month because I am somebody who also uh wants to give ample time for all the holidays let's respect them all right however I need to have like my house back in order and like cleansed and ready to go for a fresh start to the new year so I typically do not have I don't think I've ever had my Christmas decorations up at the start of the new year because then I feel like I'm entering the new year with clutter and like not you know fresh slate and the way my superstitions are set up it's just not going to set you up for a good time Here are my factors for setting up for Christmas that no one asked for, but I'm going to give you. I will check the weather report. Weather does play a key role. We were in, we were rocking 80s with our nipples in the sun last weekend. Um, So it really depends on weather. If we're going to have warm weather, I'm not going to want to put my Christmas decorations up. But if you are in the, (laughs) yes, I'm so serious. If you are in the tri-state area of the United States of America, we are looking at like, we're getting back up to the 60s this weekend. So I I don't think I can do it. I can't put up a Christmas tree in 64 degree weather. I need it to be a steady 47. 52 max. I will max out at 52 for putting Christmas decorations up. So I'm not going to do it this weekend. Maybe next weekend. We'll we'll have to see. Um, But let me know where you stand on that too, because I love, I love having these kinds of talks. And I also really love this time of year traditions. We have a tradition of always going to my uncle's house to make strombolis every Halloween. It, it's been my whole life. I don't know how it started, um, but now it's just a thing that we do every year. So I don't remember a holiday season without it. And so we already did that. And I feel like that kicks off the like, ooh, now we get to do all the fun holiday stuff. And I love how random some people's holiday traditions are. And they don't have to make sense. They don't have to like, you know, be anything extravagant. And I just love that it's like, it's just this little thing that I like to do that makes me be present in this time of year or just makes core memories. And I hold on to those times with loved ones. And I just love hearing about them. So again, just send me all the, just talk to me. Can you hear me? I'm just begging you you to talk to me. I'm fine. While I go off on that, um, Matthew Perry's passing. Listen, I it's devastating. It is absolutely devastating. And I feel like we just keep hearing about, you know, all of these circumstances surrounding these early deaths and how 
Could they be avoidable? Are there outside circumstances playing a role in all of this, like mental health and all the things? And like, we don't obviously, we know that he drowned in the hot tub. But I will say his Instagram leading up to that, up to his passing was like super weird and cryptic and odd. So, I mean, I'm not one to like claim to be a conspiracy theorist, but there is things that I hope they're looking into. And I don't want anyone to like just pass over like, oh, here we check a box. Like we we solved it. We did the thing like, no, I feel like there's other factors to this guy and this um, situation that happened. And that's that. And if you want to go into that TikTok rabbit hole, so be it. I send you good luck. Okay, let's dive into this because I just said I'm fine (laughs) over and over again. And I'm going to come to this episode being as vulnerable as I can with how I've been feeling lately. And if it lands, I hope it lands for you. And my hope is that you pressed play on this episode and you saw the title and you hope that you are also going to feel seen in this space. That's always the goal here. So here I am just talking into a computer screen (laughs) and a microphone and hoping that someone else out there is going to need to hear how I'm feeling and know that you're not alone. So I've been struggling lately with body image and I find that of course it peaks. if, If I go back in these episodes and like every fourth episode is talking about something related to the body at the top of the episode, it's probably around your cycle, first off. I think that that's a very important thing to start acknowledging your patterns in is how you're feeling leading up to your period or just, you know, different times of your cycle. There's no consistency, my fellow humans with uteruses. Is it uterus? Uteri? Uteruses. That sounds weird. But anyway, my fellow people that have a uterus, you also are going to be able to relate to this because... There's no consistency. You feel like the baddest bitch for like, we got maybe three to five business days tops, right? And then we're all over the place. Some days were good. Some hours were good. Sometimes we're bad. Some hours were bad. And it's just a mess. So you can't expect yourself to feel consistently really good in your own skin. So I have been teetering when I'm not feeling really good. I have typically been able to feel neutral about it. And just like not really make it the forefront like eh, we are acknowledging it. We're not ignoring it, but we're also not letting it consume our everyday thoughts or how we show up in the world. But I feel like it's been it's been recently affecting how I'm showing up for myself and just how I'm feeling as I'm approaching life or like, you know, showing up for life. And that's not a good fucking feeling. Again, I'm sorry if you hear Bruno in the background. I don't know why he does this every time, every time. As I was saying, um... I had, to press, I had to press pause for a minute there to get him under control. But yeah, I just feel like I think that when I sit down and really think about it, I talked about how I went to the doctor those few times and like I gave a shout out to the doctors who um, honored the uh, weight getting covered up on the paperwork. Well, I went to a lot of doctors and there was a few where the last one I went to, it was like bold and large and in charge and in red font. OK, on the on the receipt when I left. So I got a glimpse of it. And it felt jolting to see that number. And I knew it would be because I know my body has changed. It's been all over the place because that's what this journey has looked like. It's been all over the place because when I was recently at my smallest, I thought that I was going to be able to fix other health issues that were going on by being on this medicine. But no, that medicine was really just making me 
it was a, it was an appetite suppressant. Like they they promise all these things, right? They promise it's going to help all your levels, and then it's going to help your thyroid, and then it's going to help your heart, and it's going to help you lose weight, and it's going to help. No, <laughs> it it didn't do. It did the, some of those things, but it didn't fix the things that I really wanted it to. So when I went off of it, what do you think is going to happen? And the yo yo and up and down, all everything, all of this to say that I knew my body had changed. So. Seeing that number, yes, it was like a, oh, shit moment, right? And you're like, I didn't want to see it. I was more mad that, like, I wasn't respected in the way that I had spoken up for and advocated for. Because that's hard to do when you go to the doctor's office to kind of say that. Now it's kind of, like, second nature for me to 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 mention, like, I want a blind weigh-in. Way, way like, can we please not put my um, number on any or my weight on any paperwork that I'm going to see? Like, it, it's really, you know, it's not going to set me up for a great time. So typically they've been pretty good about it. But, you know... <laughs> I was really gambling with that going to so many doctors. So I think that since then, I think that that's maybe been festering subconsciously. And at first I didn't feel like it did. I just continued living my life. And I was like, okay, you know what? Actually, I'm coming back from that a lot better than I would have in the past. So good job, Beck. And then, you know, maybe just sat in my subconscious a little more because then I was noticing that on those bad body image days, I was reverting back to that number that I saw. And I was like, oh, well, this is how much you weigh. So, and it starts that pattern again in your head. So all this to say that I don't want anybody listening to think that you see these people online showing up and everything is consistently great and they consistently feel great in their bodies. They're all over the place too. There's an ebb and a flow to everything in life. And some days are great and you can literally feel like you are the baddest one day and then not so much the next and that that's okay and that's normal um, and that that's all a part of the learning process and in not letting it consume too many of your thoughts. And as I'm, I was looking back and I was like, you know what, when did I last make like a reel talking about, you know, feeling good in your skin or just any of my usual content, right? And I was like, it's been a long time. It's been, I was looking back and I was like, huh, I haven't even been able to show up. I will not show up online and preach something or like give a pep talk of something if I'm feeling like it's coming from a fake place that you're not going to get that from me. I just can't do it. And when I have, when I've tried to do it in the past, I've cringed myself out so much and deleted it because I was like, that just looks forced. I know myself. I know it looks forced. And if I know it looks forced, I know the audience is going to know. So I would just take it down. But I feel like talking about it here is very cathartic to connect with you, but also maybe release it. I just want to put it down. It feels like it's been a, a, a lot to carry on my mind and my heart. And, you know, there's going to be changes to things. And what have you been doing? What have your patterns looked like? How have you been showing up? Have you been reverting to any self-sabotaging behaviors mentally or physically that have contributed to this? And that answer for me would be yes. I have definitely found myself you know, going into old daily habits that weren't working for me before or, you know, just out of convenience and not thinking how this is actually going to make me feel in the long run. And I kind of talked about this last episode when the self-compassion, how, how it's hard. And this is also a factor to it. And I think it also played a role in how I've been feeling about my body. And I think that it's really, you know, I'm also PMS right now. So we are heightened. We are at the peak of tough body image days right now so reaching into that toolkit of self-care is the epitome of what is needed and I'm sitting in my emotional support sweatshirt right now and there are still things that you can do I don't I think that when you get like this one thing 
that has worked for me a lot, besides the, the things that I have talked about endlessly on here, like the emotional support sweatshirt, the toolbox of self-care, you know, making sure that you're not getting on the sidelines of your life and isolating, which I tend to do when I start feeling like this. I've been really conscientious of not doing those things because then I just get stuck. When I start isolating, I get stuck real quick. So knowing that, I think that that's one thing I can be proud of. If that's what I can find your glimmer of, uh, then find your glimmer. What is the glimmer that you are holding your hat on? There was this little girl online and I saw a reel. I'm sure maybe you guys saw it too. It's this little girl on a bike and her mom must have taught her if something's sour, make it sweet. And there's a, I don't want this to be misconstrued into toxic positivity by any means, but like, hey, yes, I'm feeling like this. I could also have been doing this though, like I used to be doing and I'm not there and I'm acknowledging that I'm not going to go there. So I'm already doing better than I think I am. Or I couldn't do that. Like I couldn't go out to the party outside because it was raining but I can do this, like making it sweet. Like, you know what I mean? Like finding, almost like finding the gratitude, I think, but maybe in like more of a kid language. But I think it's important for adults too because half the things that kids are getting taught now, we didn't have the type of language. We didn't have the type of online presence or um, ability to connect with community in the way that we do now. So I think that that's such a beautiful thing. But I got myself off track, damn it. So yeah, aside from, you know, the toolkit of like you know watching how you talk to yourself watching your language all the things I think it's also important to find those moments of glimmer and and start romanticizing the everyday things in your life when you are feeling like you're having a tough body day and you feel like that is on the forefront of your mind flipping that into like romanticizing a nice warm cup of coffee or iced coffee if you're like me on a crisp fall morning like sit in that and bask in it for a minute, like find those little moments throughout the day that have nothing to do with your body that you can find your joy. And I think that that is a really, not to push those feelings away of your body, but just to reshift your focus. I think that there's a lot of power in that when we are reshifting where we are putting our energy we're able to better deal with it. And you start to realize like, oh, my body has nothing to do with how much I can enjoy this moment. And you really start to kind of disconnect your body with your happiness and correlate like how you feel in your body to how you find joy in life or how you can feel about your body doesn't have to dictate every other part of you and every other part of your life. You know, there's all these different roles that we play. There's all these different aspects of and factors that contribute to how we show up in the world and this is just one of them it's not the end-all be-all you don't have to you know isolate or hold yourself back from being brave or from having confidence or from you know sometimes the most confident thing you can do is be vulnerable and speak on it when we speak on it we take the power away from it whereas when you hide it or you push it away that's when it starts to create a beast inside you and starts to be all-consuming. Whereas if you speak, like, you know, I am not feeling myself today. Even if it's to anybody that you feel is a safe space for you to talk to. Like when someone says, how are you? Just being like, you know what? I'm really not feeling myself today. I am just needing to do what I got to do, find those moments of joy, and, you know, sit with it, acknowledge it, and then not let it take on the forefront of how I am living And I'm telling you, man, romanticizing those little moments of everyday life and even romanticizing those little moments of how far you've come with like 
enjoying food and not having fear foods. Like I used to be so fearful of some of the foods that are my favorite and finding the joy that like, hey, you know what? That, yes, my my body looks different. Yes, I can. Al- I've also learned how to enjoy things in a healthier way that both of those things can be true and having your body change doesn't mean you have failed sometimes having your body change means that you have healed and that's okay it doesn't mean that your body changing in one way or another your body getting bigger doesn't mean that you are failing it does not correlate that you are still beautiful like I hate those hate's a strong word but those memes that you see that are up that are like your body can look like can look like this and you're still beautiful like no your body can look like this and you're still beautiful or my body looks like this and I'm still beautiful like taking out those cans and stills and like no it's just fact those little shifts in language make such a huge difference and I'll be damned at this point in my life (laughs) And how much work I have done these last few years. If I'm going to let a little extra belly gut rob me of joy, you better, bitch. That's how I've literally been talking to myself. (laughs) That was actually an accidentally perfect example of how I have been needing to regroup. Meeting myself with compassion and love when I need to, but then also giving myself that type of talk. Like, oh, you're going to let a little extra belly make dictate how you feel about yourself after all this after all you've been through be so for real now with that said it's also tricky to want to make healthier choices for yourself and make sure that you're doing it in a way that is not necessarily linked to feeling shame or guilt about how your body has changed like there are just things that I know that I have that I have done like eating habit wise that I, I know doesn't make me feel good in the long run, like physically does not make me feel good. Not necessarily what it is going to do to my body, but like size wise, but what it's going to do to my body physically. Like, I know if I have this, it doesn't make me feel good. So what am I doing? <laughs> Why am I going to do it? Because then if I feel bad later, I'm going to immediately blame my body again instead of acknowledging the fact that like, hey, my body is actually giving me a cue that it doesn't like when I eat this. So don't do it, girl. <laughs> Like that's not restricting, that's just acknowledging your body cues. And that's something that's really hard and takes a lot of work. And if you are somebody who is recovering from an eating disorder or is currently struggling with one, I can only imagine how differently that shift and what that looks like for you and what that healing is going to look like for you. But personally, I just know that that's been a really tough conversation to have with myself that like, hey, you grabbed this, you knew it wasn't going to make you feel good and you impulsively ate it. And now look, And then sometimes when I, not sometimes, all the time, when I get to that point, like physically I'm not feeling good, it's really just a body cue. It's just my body talking to me, saying, hey girl, please don't do that again. I don't like that shit. When mentally I hear that cue and I'll go to, I can't believe you did this. This is why you look like this. This is why you gained weight and you're in a bigger body now. And like That doesn't, no, 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 (laughs) no. No, that's the spiral. Like, don't mix up your body cues with the mental spiral. That is tricky, and it's even trickier. It's even a bigger bitch to do deal with when you're PMS. Is this more of a pep talk or a rant? I don't know, but we're here. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> so, as I'm talking about this, I already feel better. I hope you do. And these are some things that I'm going to focus on moving forward. One, I'm not going to complicate things. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Bask in the simplicity and the beauties of life because the simple beauties are probably the most beautiful ones and the most 
ones that you can find consistently throughout life. And, you know, if you don't like something, change it. If something doesn't make you feel good, move differently. And you don't have to justify how you're feeling to anybody else. You can still bow out of conversations and connections that don't make you feel good or make you feel like you need to prove who you are to somebody or your worth to somebody. And I think that those times where, you know, we're struggling with ourselves and how we're feeling about our bodies, we feel like we need to, or not, I'm just not we, maybe I can tell you I, will revert back to people pleasing. You know, I'm not feeling good about myself, so I'm going to try and make other people see my worth because I'm not seeing it right now. And I'm going to do that by doing 10,000 other things for other people and then I'm going to burn myself out. No, we're not doing that. Keep it simple. Say no when you need to say no. Make sure that you are finding the simple joys in life and make sure you're not sitting on the sidelines and isolating when we're starting to feel bad. There is a neutrality that can exist when you are finding wearing an outfit that makes you feel comfortable. Comfort over everything always, by the way. I have found that so intensely important when I am feeling like this that I or any clothes really if I don't feel comfortable in the clothes even if it's an outfit that I really wanted to wear you know when like you have that outfit in your head and you're like this is gonna look so banging and then you put it on and you're like this is not what it looked like in my head and we immediately want to talk trash on ourselves and I have been really conscientious of when that's happened that's happened a lot recently <laughs> to be honest and every time it has I've been like you know what no we're not doing this we're not doing this we're gonna choose comfort and we are still going to be able to enjoy our time because that way your focus isn't so much on how you're feeling in your outfit. Because if you're uncomfortable in your outfit, your disposition is going to show it. Mentally, you're going to be thinking about how you feel physically in your clothes and not being present in the moment and making sure you are not just, you know, if you need to take a timeout, take a timeout. But don't stay in the timeout. Don't make, don't sit there and wallow in it. Have your moment, acknowledge it, and then take action. Getting up and doing something. Soft bodies are beautiful bodies. Not soft bodies are beautiful bodies. And they are all the vessels that carry us through life. And they have carried us through the hardest days of our lives. And they will continue to do that because they do nothing but show us support when we need it and talk to us when they need to be heard. And we just need to listen and not listen from a place of judgment and hatred because you cannot hate yourself into self-love. You cannot hate yourself and shame yourself into body love. And like I always say, when love feels too hard, choose kindness. So I hope that you choose kindness. I hope that this time of year I know is very hard for a lot of people mentally and mental health always needs to take priority. And when you're taking care of your mental health, your body is also going to carry you through that. And that your body's going to change when you're doing that too. So just know that it is never a definition of your worth or your importance or your power, your courage, your heart. Your body does not define any of that. It is simply the beautiful vessel that keeps you here doing all of those things for everyone, including you and how you show up for yourself. So I hope you needed to hear this. I know I needed to talk about it because it's been a struggle and I think looking back, like I said, looking back on my social media page, I was like, when was, you know, when I haven't been posting as much. And it's because I've been struggling. And sometimes I, I post things that will be something I needed to hear that day. And I haven't even been able to do that. So if that's any testament to how we are releasing this right here is my point. We're releasing it here. We're putting it down. It's a lot to carry. It's a, for lack of a better term, it's a heavy armor that we don't need to have on our shoulders. 
So I'm putting it down and I'm making moves to be better. And I hope that you will also put your armor down and check in with you and just know that we got this, you know? Plus, this is like this is like the epitome of hoodie season. And, you know, some hoodies don't hoodie the way other hoodies hoodie. And that's true. <laughs> so grab the one that makes you feel good. Get comfy. And if you are somebody who is taking cues like hiding from the mirror, I have found myself doing that too. Um, turning my back to the mirror when I am getting changed or when I'm getting out of the shower. That's always the biggest red flag. That's when I need to be like, ooh, we're there, bitch. Okay, okay. You know, let's sit down and unpack this and why is this happening and what can we do to be better about it? And it's okay if, you know, that's going to be too hard for you right now, but just working your way up to at least speaking to yourself kindly. Mirror work is beautiful and so important and so powerful. And I have not been able to bring myself to do it recently. So that was that was really the biggest moment of me being like, okay, we got to really, we got to rework this. And there's no redoing in life. There's just picking up. This is why I don't like the phrase get back on the wagon or like I fell off track. There is no track. You're here with a heartbeat. That's the track. Track's going to be bumpy sometimes. And embracing that messy middle, even in those little moments like today, like I felt like I moved my body this afternoon with cement shoes on because my body feels more energized first thing in the morning. I feel like I move better in the morning. It boosts my confidence more and that makes me more alert for the day. So it's like, okay, yeah, I need to do that then because this did not make me feel too good. So I know I need to do this and making that a priority. So next time in the morning when it's cold and it's dark because daylight savings kicks off and it's going to be even darker in the morning, that's going to be my why. Like I know that that's going to make me feel good. So do the things that make you feel good in a healthy way. And regardless of how your body is going to change, even in the future from now, I am so happy you're here and you are such a beautiful person in this world. And you shed such a light that everyone feels like they can be safe with you. And that's what's most important. So here we are. You need to be safe with you too, boo. This is the hard shit. So sometimes being great is sitting with your hard and working through it and knowing when to put it down, when to work through it, when to talk with it, bring it to the table, invite that hardship and invite those hard feelings and thoughts to the table and say, like, why are you here? Why are you here? Because they're all parts of us. We don't need to hate every part of us, but just bringing them to the table and inviting them to sit down and be like, okay, what are you trying to tell me? Because you're being kind of cunty about it. So what do you really want to know? <laughs> and what is it, what are you really trying to show me right now? And sometimes they're showing up to the table to show you how to pivot or to remind you of how far you've come. So your bodies have taken you this far. They will continue to take you where you need to be and carry you through your hardest days. So let's just not be too hard on them, you know? <sighs> Anyone take a deep cleansing breath? Let's do it. In with the good shit. Out with the bullshit. In with the self-kindness. Out with the self-doubt. There we are. Shake your ass. Go be great.